This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I struggle looking through my pockets for any sense of a will to continue this bullshit. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. And Remington, I have just the motivation you need to commune, uh, continue living. What, that, uh, that's a bold claim. Uh, if it is anime, I'm afraid you are mistaken. <laughs> But Remington, I, I don't, I don't want to spoil the surprise too quickly, Sean. But if it's anime, uh, you, you're probably barking up the wrong tree when it comes to me preserving my will to live. Uh, but Remington, this, this is an anime that was uh, brought forth by some friends. Ah, yes, yeah, okay, yep. I, I know. I don't know what anime we're doing this week, but I, I know who recommended it. Yes, yes. Uh, for those of you who are unaware, or if you decided that this was the first episode that you wanted to listen to, uh, first of all, you picked a weird one. Uh. <laughs> Uh, like, that that goes without saying. I don't feel like people will be searching for this anime too regularly, but if they did, uh, cool. Nice to meet you. Uh, uh secondly, we recently did a collaboration podcast, uh, with the boys over at, uh, Blake and Spencer Get Jumped. It, it was a, a very fun time. Both of them great guys, really funny. We were happy to, to be on their show. We covered some Ghibli fascist Hogwarts. I don't remember what it was called. <laughs> Mary's and the Witch's Flower. So if you want to listen to it, go ahead over to their feed and give that a listen. Uh, it's It was purely chaotic and horribly fun, and we hope you enjoyed it as much as we had uh, in recording it. However, Rem, uh, they have actually sent me an anime uh, to show you so that we could, uh, you know, share a bit of love and they seemed pretty excited to hear our thoughts on this one here's the here's the trouble sean yeah uh i i really enjoyed my time with, with blake and spencer i really enjoyed my time on their podcast i really enjoyed the episode we did with them uh my worry <laughs> you might see where this is going my worry is that if if they recommended something that i really don't like which statistically they have because anime um i i don't want that to affect my memories with them so you know what i'm thinking sean we just skip the whole watching it phase we just pretend we did it that way i don't have to change any of my memories nothing is tarnished nothing is ruined ah uh, but remington we both know that's not how this works i a uh, boy can dream sean <laughs> no 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 honestly rem i feel like this will be a very fun and interesting experience because today we're going to be talking about an uh, anime that is honestly one that i kind of missed when it first came out uh don't ask me how or why it's just just one of those ones that uh, popped up and I never got the chance to finish it all the way through. Uh, and I'm curious to see what you think of it because I feel like it has some very fun and interesting ideas and has some heart and most importantly has some really cool style to it. Okay. Uh, um, what, 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 what is it though? All right. So Rem, I have, before we, before we get into the anime, I have a very important question to ask you. All right. I have a very important answer to give. Okay. Are you familiar with the X, Y, and Z act? <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes, I, I I can do basic graphing. Yeah, you know, that's three-dimensional space, right? It it, it certain, certainly is, Sean. All right. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very well acquainted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to be, uh, whereas I am very much more acquainted with 2D space, but... Uh... Yeah, he, Sean... 
straight out of Flatland, uh, which is why two-dimensional waifus are just so intriguing. <laughs> uh, but man, don't they feel so 3D sometimes? And I'm not I, talking about CG. I hate where this has gone. I hate... <laughs> this is already... Oh, and the the most of the listeners don't even know, but the pre-banter before this for the Patreon, for the patrons, that was just a dumpster fire. All right, let's continue Look, the dumpster fire. This might be a, a more horny than average <laughs> episode, and we we apologize for that, but we're not going to stop. Thanks, Blake and Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, so yeah, I three three dimensions. Okay, what if the, uh, what if there was a dimension W? <laughs> okay, so like four four dimensional space is is what we're going for, basically. Uh, because that's, okay. that's what we're watching today, uh, Rem. We're watching the anime, the sci-fi anime uh, from 2016, known simply as Dimension W. Uh, all right, so here here's what's gonna happen. I I'm gonna I Sean, I've just come from Twitter. Okay. Um, I I've studied I've studied a certain individual's tweet tweets in preparation for this. Did it very quickly. Um, I I figured I need to get in the right mindset if we're going to be reviewing an anime about fourth four dimensional space. So I have scoured through Neil deGrasse Tyson's tweets. Oh no. And oh. normally I am a curmudgeon, but now I am. It's going to be highlighted now. Any detail that is factually accurate, even if irrelevant, is is going to be torn apart. Oh, oh, good. Oh, good. Because that's the energy we want to channel into our podcast. <laughs> and I don't even think this is the first time you've brought we've brought Neil up on the podcast. Uh, probably not. He's Neil is chaotic neutral. Uh, he he does some really great science stuff and also is just an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I admire that man so much. Also, he needs to chill. <laughs> yeah, not everything not everything needs your opinion, Neil. It's okay. We understand. Super intelligent, great science communicator. Shut the fuck up once in a while, uh, <laughs> which I imagine many people say about us, minus any sense of intelligence or value in what we say. With that being said, let's, let's discuss Dimension W. What the fuck is it? Hey, on the bright side, at least we're better than JK. <laughs> There's a tier list. <laughs> we're in between Neil and... And above JK, <laughs> which is a a monstrous Twitter sandwich that I do not want to consume. Oh, we need some Twitter drama, Sean. Uh, uh, I don't think we do. I don't think we do. Nothing good ever comes of it. Uh, after, after this episode, I'm gonna go tweet uh, tweet out some some juicy juicy drama. Oh God! Then this will be the end of the podcast before we even start. Wonderful. Uh, but no, Remington Dimension W. Let's get back on track. Dimension W is a sci-fi fantasy anime uh, that is honestly dealing with some rather fun and interesting concepts. Uh, All right, I'm interested. Uh, basically, it takes place in the year. Uh, uh, 2071. Uh, oh, okay. Yep. So, uh, near future, near enough at least. And the uh, overall concept is humans have discovered a fourth dimension uh, adjacent to our own that uh, we are able to tap into and gain unlimited power from. Excuse me? Uh, and by power, I mean literal power, like electricity and... Okay, 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 okay. Yes. I'm not talking, you know, uh, fucking uh, unlimited power, you know, Palpatine stuff. I'm talking literally never, never palpatine me again <laughs> what what's wrong with you, my palpatine you have turned an uh, an otherwise horny episode uh thus far into the the most flaccid and sterile episode i've ever experienced do it <laughs> no 
watch uh, the anime. I hate this right now. Okay, so <laughs> they got a new dimension. They're able to get some power from it. Yeah, uh, and not much else is known about it. All of that is known is that they are able to create these nodes that uh, they call coils that are able to channel power from dimension W into the into the coils and into whatever device you plug them into, vastly increasing their power output as well as uh, like bending reality as a whole. Okay, and what do they do with this power? Everything. Oh, okay. Basically, well, shit. at this point, all other forms of power generation are obsolete. You hear that, Edison? Fuck you. Finally, just desserts. <laughs> uh, funny you mentioned that because the main company that develops this is called the New Tesla Energy Corporation, so... Hell yeah, brother. So in the future, maybe old Muskie will, uh, if we're going to talk about Twitter drama, oh, old Muskie will get in on it. <laughs> what? I don't... Is, is that not what people call him? <laughs> I hate old this Muskie? episode. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is the worst thing we've ever done. I don't I don't know about the anime. The anime is probably fine, whatever. Uh, but just us, just us right now. Uh, we need to go outside more, Rem. <laughs> Quarantine is hitting us hard, y'all. Uh, things things are rough. Uh, but right, uh, they all right. So great power comes great responsibilities, and then their uncle dies. Uh, not quite. It's actually a father figure. Uh, of course. <laughs> No, no. Uh, and uh, in in this world, there are... So all of the uh, coils are very heavily regulated because they are a bit uncertain. Because after all, uh, we know very little about Dimension W except that it involves space, time, and alternate realities is uh, the idea. You know, the mythological fourth dimension, if you will. Okay. Um, this... I... My, my Neil deGrasse Tyson senses are, are tingling very strongly, but uh, I'm going to one-up him and keep my mouth shut right now. Hey, Continue, good on you. Uh, so, weird concepts aside, think of it this way, man. It's like if the Twilight Zone was a real thing and people understood that it was a thing and we were able to channel the energy from the Twilight Zone into our purposes. Oh, man, that would be so neat if I had ever seen the Twilight Zone. Oh, my fucking God. You haven't seen the Twilight Zone? I've heard great things. I've been told I would adore it is so your, your kind of shit that you would love it. What the I know, fuck? that's what people have told me. <laughs> Many people have told me. Um, you know, instead of watching Dimension W, let's just go watch Twilight Zone. Oh, uh, it's this is why we need to do our fucking TV it's... spinoff. Jesus Christ. <laughs> or our movie <laughs> spinoff or our fucking any spinoff that makes you seem more like a cultured individual. My God, Remington. Uh, all right, but I, I, I get the gist. Okay, so uh, there, there's just this other dimension. Do they travel to this other dimension? Uh, uh, no, actually, uh, they are f uh, for the most part firmly locked into this one. But okay, I dig it. Uh, and it stars a uh, gentleman who's named uh, Kyoma Mabuchi. Good old Mabuchi. <laughs> He's not your Bucci, he's my Bucci. And we have hit the comedy basin. Like we are at the bottom. <laughs> there is no lower we could go. But we are damn well gonna try. Grab your fucking shovel, Remington. Let's get deeper. If if you if you thought we weren't funny before, just you wait to see how unfunny we can be. Way to show respect to Blake and Spencer this way. My God. I they hey this is just a, what we're doing. Our listeners are gonna get so sick and tired of this episode. They're gonna be like, oh God, we need something else. So then they'll go to Blake and Spencer's podcast and get not this. Yeah. No. Honestly, I feel like I want to do the same, and I'm. Might just do that in a second. <laughs> Let's just, just Skype all of it. 
<laughs> oh, that'd be so good, but maybe next time. Uh, but no, so uh, Kyoma is uh, an ex-soldier who is basically your Will Smith of uh, from iRobot. He does not really, he's not a fan of coils and he doesn't really trust them because of how weird and strange they are, plus a couple personal issues that uh, get explored later on. So, All right, so to summarize that for people who have not seen iRobot, which I totally am not one of, I'm simply uh, mentioning this tangentially. It's, it, he, he's, he would be the type of person that's like 5g is spreading corona okay no <laughs> no it's a bit more like it's a bit more like hey these things are dangerous and we don't understand them and we should be careful and i don't want to risk myself by interacting with them uh and in his case he's actually correct about something whereas the 5g thing is complete and utter bullshit i don't know man seems 5g seems pretty sus yeah. If, how how can one man have that many Gs? So he uh, he just uh, is not a fan, but he does have a very specific job. He is a collector, which is a fancy way of saying he is a uh, bounty hunter whose sole bounties are hunting down those with uh, illegal jury-rigged uh, coils. Because as all right, so when when you say bounty hunter, is it like dog the bounty hunter, or is it like like um like murder bounty hunter? Uh, it, all they care about is collecting the. Uh, the equipment so it's more like a hired thief than actual uh hunting down the people themselves feels like i don't know man it doesn't seem like bounty hunter if you replaced him with dog the bounty hunter which i i'm recognizing was even like slightly before our time i mean it, it was dated when it got popular let's just say <laughs> yeah uh dog dog the bounty hunter for those who don't know he's a big buff guy with a blonde mullet and sunglasses and he's a bounty hunter and that's basically it and he's in jail now if i'm not mistaken as well is he i think so yeah i think that's kind of what ended the reign of dog the bounty hunter what <laughs> One second, we have to interrupt this with a Google. Because uh, our flow was he... so good to begin with. <laughs> this is, I think this might be... We're having a One Punch Man episode right now, and I don't know if that's okay. <laughs> Apparently, his name is Dwayne. Oh, I like Dog better. In completely unsurprised... I have no idea about the jail thing. Uh, got distracted, I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but in completely uh, unexpected news, turns out uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter, who we all assumed was a a symbol of great tact and civility uh turns out to be a, a problematic individual who has said some not great stuff really i'm not surprised yeah, at all turns out race relations and dog the bounty hunter don't go well together who who could have imagined that our idol no, our okay hold on dog the bounty hunter who sean has not one but two docky makras of could could do such a thing. Uh, I'd rather have a dinner date with JK, honestly. Uh, all right, back. Uh, what the fuck is happening? Okay, we need to. We need to. Things have gone astray. All right, so we got. He's a bounty hunter. He's a collector. He takes things, and then I'm gonna guess like there will be sort of heist gone wrong or something. Uh, kind of, kind of. Uh, so as he is a, a collector and is uh collecting these illegal coils uh, in exchange for money. Uh, and it starts out with uh, one of his normal missions. He's going to collect some coils when he uh interacts uh he is uh interrupted i should say uh by a strange uh person who is called mira 
Uh, and uh, she comes in and takes the coils and uh, before he can get to them and uh, is attempting to escape with them and he tries to chase her down. Uh, and shortly after he catches up with her, uh, a giant pillar of green light flies in the sky, di uh, disabling all coils within the radius. And uh, Mira falls to the ground completely uh, unconscious and it is revealed that she is in fact an android powered by these coils. So uh, Kyoma uh, picks her up, takes her to his uh his employer they repair her and uh eventually a mystery unfolds as to the nature of these coils what's going on with these coils who mira is and why she is uh in the situation and trying to figure out uh just the mysteries of dimension w in and of itself all right yeah so as it turns out uh dog the bounty hunter doesn't seem to be in jail anymore but he did murder a dude or something like that oh hold on did you just completely ignore my explanation again and yes remington murder is bad he might have he might have been the getaway driver i don't know um Jesus Christ. Welcome to Doc the Bounty Hunter out of God. Your source for all horrible things related to horrible people and talking about why they exist and what they do. I don't I don't want this to be our show, Ram. I got bad news, Sean. Dylan's gonna have a uh, fucking field day trying to edit this mess. Is is there anything else I need? I need to know before. Uh, okay, honestly, I gave it way more explanation than it really needs. Uh, it's a sci-fi thing. There are these uh, these coils that need that can provide uh, power and energy, but also uh, cause wonky, weird situations around them. Uh, there's mystery surrounding them, and honestly, it's kind of just a uh, buddy cop bounty hunter type of situation where Mira is this uh, cute android girl, and uh, Kyoma is this edgy, uh, grizzled bounty hunter, and they're going to find these counties and try and uh, solve the mysteries that were left behind for them. Sean, quick question. If it's about Dog the Bounty Hunter, I'm going to kick your fucking ass. I'm going to reach no, through the screen it? right now and throttle <laughs> you. It is not. Uh, who the fuck is Mira? Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming three whole episodes of the 2016 anime, simply known as Dimension W. And Remington, you kinda, you kinda interrupted me like every other second in the first <laughs> half of this, so I honestly have no idea what your thoughts were going into this. Uh, going so into this, going into this, I had no idea what was going on because I didn't pay attention. <laughs> Yeah, great. Way, way to do a service to the, all the people that listen to our show who actually come for your opinion so that they can have a better idea of the content they're listening to. But no, 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 no. You just had to run over me with random, random dated Discovery Channel references. Hey, man. Dog the Bounty Hunter is very important. Uh, would this be... I mean, you know, if anything, the, the, I think the Dog the Bounty Hunter discussion was all the more relevant. I can hardly tell the difference between these shows. I lie. I've never seen the, Dog the Bounty Hunter. What do you take me for <laughs> <sighs> but uh we we're not we're af after hearing the, the the very serious allegations i say allegations i he was charged uh and caught on camera for some things uh but but after hearing that we are no longer a dog the bounty hunter fan channel instead we have decided to go into anime which is even worse so <laughs> 
<laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Uh, uh, but and, and to make matters worse, this was this was a request from the lovely Blake and Spencer, and here you are disrespecting the nice th- service they've tried to do. For uh, those us. guys are delightful once again. If you have not checked out uh, our collaboration episode with them, go go check out their podcast, Blake and Spencer Get Jumped. Uh, Mary and the Witch's Flower. I think the anime was. Who knows anymore? Uh, <laughs> Yes, it was. Sweet. Uh, so anyway, back to Dimension W. I say back to, we've we've not discussed it at all, so there's hardly going back to it. But starting on Dimension W, uh, overall, uh, we, we for episode one, we get a nice look at future Japan, a lot of different uh, wide shots and a different views of the city and within the city. Futuristic Japan just looks a whole lot like Japan. Uh, there's, <laughs> like, uh. It was like, wow, look at this futuristic version of Nat, but it was really, it was just it was just japan as it is well to be fair to be fair if we had to predict what the future is going to be like in the next 50 years it's probably not too far off honestly (laughs) i mean truly like just just look at japan that's the future uh japan is the rest of the world but a decade ahead and that's why there's so much anime there oh god oh no i hate this prediction (laughs) now oh god um congrats rem you have something quotable uh that will just be forever attributed to you i hate that so much they might actually let us go back to japan now that'd be nice uh they, they might let us visit as oh soon as, perfect you know, perfect americans are allowed to leave the country for not being stupid uh, good 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 luck with that we're we're stuck here sick forever uh but nonetheless uh, along these panning shots we see that uh gas is 90 dollars per gallon uh I, I converted it from from the yen look at me go uh it, it's like 90 dollars per gallon yep uh which you know it, I'm, it's just nice that Throughout this whole thing, this world, uh, which, which has energy at such an emphasis, still has not at all figured out, like, renewable energy. Um, it, it just, because within the story, they, they found energy from Dimension W or whatever, right? And they, they use that to power energy. Um, and I like that, that feels, that feels, if anything, more realistic to me. Uh, because it, instead of actually putting in the work, uh, making renewable energy, uh, making these investments, instead it was like, uh, uh, we could do that, or we can just bank on finding an entirely new dimension, and and that that'll be our energy from there on. Uh, don't worry about it. And I'm like, yeah, that's I mean, that that's Earth. That is fair, <laughs> and not only that, but after after we find the unlimited energy, uh, which we still don't know a whole lot about, uh, we still sell gas. <laughs> <laughs> Which just shows the power of lobbying. Uh, nonetheless, uh, we, we also, we, we get the OP, which was pretty decent. Um, we, we get to see uh, M- Mabuchi and he he's breakdancing, which is weird. Because oh, yeah. Mabuchi has like strong, old school, like chill boomer energy. Uh, <laughs> a hardcore. Oh, uh, goodness. If you think about it, uh, he is probably, you know, just a few decades uh, younger than us based on timelines. So. Yeah. Uh, so we also, uh, very soon after, we get introduced briefly to uh, a green girl named Mira. Uh, you probably mentioned her in your first half. Uh, I don't know. Uh- <laughs> I mentioned her multiple times, in fact, but you were too busy focused on other shit. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I don't know. So you probably mentioned that she was a robot then. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I did, Remington, because it's my fucking job to describe these shows for you 
And all you have to fucking do is listen. Not even, you don't even need to listen fully. You just need to listen enough to have a brief idea of what we're getting into so you're not completely blind. I don't know, man. Paying attention has never been my strong suit. Have you heard our Gurren Lagan episode? Oh, fuck. That was, that was a dumpster fire. Anyway, uh, so with, with Mira, uh, one huge complaint about, about Mira, she's like this super robot, right? Um, also, she's basically just a, a pseudo cat girl cyborg. Why, why does she have to have cat girl tendencies? Why does she have a tail? Why? Why? Uh, because it's Japan, Remington. That's such a, like, uh, essentially, it's sort of, uh, what we're led to believe is that you have this, this scientist who lost his family, so he created sort of cyborg versions of them, more or less. Uh, uh, not exactly, but. That, that seems like the gist, at least. Uh, they were making, uh, her before, uh, he lost his family. Oh, okay, he lost just... his family, and then he was a lonely bitch. Uh, and so okay. he needed companionship. Yeah, because losing your losing your family automatically makes you a bitch. God damn, Remington. No, That's no, he's a bitch. He's a bitch for other reasons. Uh, so he, he he's he's uh, a lonely bitch, and he he needed companionship, so he has her. But why did they design? I don't I don't like that she's a cat girl. I don't like it. It feels unnecessary. Uh, <laughs> disapprove. Okay, well that's clearly your opinion because I quite frankly like her design. Man. Uh, so th this episode it, it has Mabuchi. He's been given a job to take some uh illegal coils from from some gangsters. So he sets up a raid. He's all prepped. Uh, along with this, uh, with within the the gang, they find uh Mira, the girl, uh, just sort of chilling there and accidentally spying on them and so they take her in uh and it, it gets it gets it gets a little bit molesty um not we we don't like it doesn't get to that point but it is the intentions are clear i mean yeah they're bad guys and that's probably the quickest and easiest way to show someone's a bad guy i guess <laughs> yeah uh so fortunately mabuchi is a literal ninja he's He's oh, yeah. just an actual ninja. Like, not even... This is not a comparison. This is just a statement. Uh, so he he pulls out some, like, throwing knives or some... Or throwing needles, rather. Yep. Uh, and he starts fucking shit up uh, and attacking all the gangsters. He eventually succeeds. Uh, and then and then he, he has a, a nice awkward moment with, with Mira, which Mira smacks him and knocks him the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, which, which is neat. It's nice that she is just like super powerful i i can appreciate that oh yeah and very honestly uh, it's a common trope but i liked what they did here because the f he nearly died from it which i thought was hilarious <laughs> yeah uh and so she runs away with the illegal coils because she needs them for her I, I guess father the old man i guess we'll call mm -hmm. him her dad um i mean that's usually what happens when we deal with uh true ai <laughs> yeah um and so uh then things start going uh a little a little bit bad a little bit uh finicky because the well what is it the the nt energy uh i, I the tesla corporation yeah, yeah. good go old tesla boys tesla boys they are searching for for science grandpa because he's he's being naughty he he's being bad with his coils and so they're searching for him and uh and they eventually find out where he is right mira needs to be delivering these coils to him so that i don't know so that he can live 
or complete yeah. something? I don't know. Yeah, the idea is that uh, the core he's using to help sustain his life is uh, failing, and you yeah. know, he's trying to find some coils so that he could uh, stay around longer, you know, protecting your family and whatnot. Yeah, because he's got a Dimension W pacemaker going on. And uh, so, uh, so she's running, but it's around this time that Mabuchi realizes, like, what's going on, what's been happening. So he finds her, and they square off. Uh, but by delaying her, he's basically fucked over Science Grandpa. So yep. so Science Grandpa, surrounded by, by Tesla boys, decides, all right, well, you know what? Leroy Jenkins, this motherfucker, he takes some coils attached to this crazy machinery uh, and he explodes himself. And, Basically. And, like, also the entire bar- apartment complex he's in is probably just fucked. Uh, well, it was an abandoned complex, so you don't need to worry about that. Oh, okay. So. Good. Uh, because also yeah. then anybody, and any coil within, like, a few mile radius is also just fucked. It's fried. Including yep. Mira's. Um, we never see Science Grandpa die, so allow me to have my first weird prediction. Okay. I, I do not yet know if this is this sort of show, but my... My weird prediction we never saw science grandpa die i don't even though it's heavily implied he's dead i don't think he's dead instead they'll probably have him like chilling in dimension w or something weird like that that's my official uh guess locked that in all right uh, fair enough then we get uh like and when science grandpa is doing all this we get a huge exposition dump that's when he's basically like you killed my family here are all the details about how you did that w- which is a bit iffy uh but eh, whatever it's sci-fi you're gonna get that no matter what unfortunately Unfortunately, uh, and so after this this first episode. Oh, and similarly, we also get some like bullshit trauma flashback type things with Mabuchi when he wakes up every time. Uh, which I'm also not a huge fan of. Uh, but nonetheless, overall, my my thoughts on the first episode, at least. Uh, I think that there's a decent action and style within the show so far. I really hope that they do not exp- try to explain Dimension W too much at all, because uh, so far. They've really only been like, yeah, there's a Dimension W and it gives us power and don't worry about it. And essentially, I worry if they try to explain it any more than that, they're going to fuck it up majorly. So I really uh, hope they don't try to do so. <laughs> basically, the ma- the closest thing to an actual, uh, what's it called, uh, explanation they give uh, early on. Because the series goes on beyond the anime. It only has one season currently and it's not certain if it'll get another one, though I wouldn't mind getting another one. Uh Basically, the easiest way to explain it is, hey, uh, the fourth dimension involves time, space, and weirdness. So yeah. it, it, it gets to be very Twilight zone and a lot of time-based stuff, which is, you know. Yeah, I, not- I, I think, sincerely, just keeping it a mystery they don't understand, uh, with the caveat, they can't then use it to excuse literally everything. They need to still be consistent. Uh, but if they try to explain it, well, then Neil deGrasse Tyson will show up and explain why their explanation is bullshit and i understand that compulsion i get it uh but by not explaining it and just leaving it being like yeah it's just a weird thing this is the way it works here's the principles that you need to know cool gotcha uh then we we get to episode two episode two opens up with there's there's a big old stadium right and uh, a bunch of people are chanting loser loser because apparently sean and i are starring in this anime uh If only, if only we were as cool as Loser. <laughs> it's true. We, we cannot reach that level. Um, we get, uh, we, within, within the OP, one thing I don't like is that they do the same thing, um, 
<laughs> You're gonna hate my comparison, but it's the first one I thought of. The Forest Fairy 5 thing, where every uh. single episode, they're like, here is the story of this world, and this world has this in it, and that's what you need to remember. Uh, and it's like, okay, cool, whatever, just, can I have my minute and a half back? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a common trope that has been a thing since Shonen. And I hate so. it every single time. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's a relic of a bygone era that's also been, you know, in a lot of American cartoons, because, you know, back in the day, you could only, you couldn't, uh, have immediate access to these shows, and little tiny recaps as well as intros like that uh, are, you know, kind of staples back See, in the day. See, at least in Forest Fairy 5, it wasn't the exact same every time. Now that, I don't think that was intentional. I think they fucked it up. <laughs> I think Forest Fairy 5 was just a really shoddy operation, but it created a, a fun little spot, the differences. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, continuing on with, with episode two. Uh, so Loser, he's this type of, like, almost superhero style character who, uh, is, is a media figure. He will publicize and live stream his, his big heists because he's, he's, yeah, a, he's criminal. a phantom thief. Yeah. So he, he will take cameras with him. He will announce where he's going to steal from. And he's called Loser because he, he's never succeeded. Uh, or it's very strongly immediately implied. And I, I don't like that they sort of force fed it to you before like even showing loser but it's heavily implied that he's doing this for uh for a greater purpose or that there's other reasons that people don't know which i, I think that would have been a nicer like moment of discovery than it blatantly telling us it beforehand but that's that's a minor gripe nonetheless yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's definitely a pacing issue with the anime itself apparently in the light novels or manga or forget which format this originally was in uh the pacing is a bit more it takes a bit more time with that but yeah you know when you're only given 13 episodes to make a, a show and you want to get as much out as possible it's it's a bit rough uh nonetheless loser pretty solid pretty neat uh he's pretty cool also uh at this stage uh mabuchi has restarted mira and mira is joining him to hunt down bad coils and illegal coils that's her mission in life now uh which fine sure cool and so they go together because they're like all right uh loser has got some illegal coils or something. I can't remember the motivation here. Uh, it, it hardly matters. <laughs> they have illegal coils and they want to get the coils back. Yeah, yeah. that is correct. Uh, that, is, that is what collectors do. They go after illegal coils and collect in exchange for a bounty. So, a loser shows up. Great showmanship. Really, really fun character. Lots of personality. Uh, and he, he goes into this this big old stadium. Or I, it, it might be like an art thing. I, I don't know what the building is. I'll be honest. Uh, I believe it it's looks a like a very fancy mansion if i'm not mistaken <laughs> okay because it looks like a sports stadium yeah very much so like it's like a combination of museum and mansion all, all, all that matters is that uh, some it, rich fuck owns it that's yeah all that really matters. there's rich stuff inside that's all you need to know so loser uh goes in live streaming all the way meanwhile mabuchi also shows up uh and tries to capture loser uh meanwhile the police and also like security is after both of them now because they're trying to stop loser and Mabuchi obviously isn't supposed to be here because no one's supposed to be there. Uh, which means, like, Loser and Mabuchi have a cool moment. They team up. It it's pretty neat. And then Loser's like, see you later, bitch. Um, so they're, they're, they're going uh, around doing that. Meanwhile, Mira is like doing surveillance, more or less. Um, she's hunting pigeons. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I'm not going to explain it. She's hunting pigeons for surveillance. Uh, if you're wondering what that means, watch the show. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> so then we get to the main area that Loser was hunting for. There's a, a neat little statue in some glass, as well as Mr. Monopoly and his his cyborg women. Uh, I don't know. No, 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 no. Cyborg is incorrect because cyborg oh, implies that they were human beforehand. They were more like androids. Android or women, robots, if you prefer. Uh, so you, Mr. Monopoly is like, we've got to kill them, just murder them, just screw them up, mess them up real bad, robot women. And uh, fortunately, they, they are stopped uh, by Mabuchi because Mabuchi is a ninja. Yep. At this point, Mr. Monopoly's freaking out. Loser goes up to the um, go, goes up to the statue. And within the statue, he's like, ah, it has a number inside of it. Because apparently, as is explained, there's some special coils out there. Special coils. These are like the OG coils. And they, they have numbers on them. Uh, it, it's like first edition printing, right? And these coils, they don't have the f- limits. They're like overloaded coils. So they're super powerful. And so Loser, that's what Loser is trying to do all the time. Uh, which which is, is pretty neat. I, I like the idea. Uh, and I, I like... I'm, I'm not sure if this is exactly the case. This is sort of what I interpreted. And I hope I'm interpreting it properly. So Loser, he... It hasn't been super clarified, but I believe, like, he's quote-unquote failed heists before, but, like, maybe he's actually succeeded them? Uh, yes. That okay, is, cool. That is the implication. So, like, he, he didn't... Only after, he's only after these numbered coils. Yeah, so he quote-unquote failed to steal the high-dollar things, but he successfully stole what he wanted to with the numbers. Yep, or the, some of his failures may not have had the coils. Yeah, uh, and so, yeah, that, that's, that's neat and, and interesting like that. Um, meanwhile, Mr. Monopoly is terrified... His his androids have been stopped. He starts fucking with one of the coils within the android. And Mabuchi is like, you're a dumb motherfucker. Don't do that. Uh, but he does that because he doesn't know any better. And the, the coil malfunctions and he fucks with it. And he explodes into an eldritch nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, he, he gets straight up a Kirid, doesn't he? Yeah, um, there's sort of like just this weird dimensional rift that tears uh, tears the android into many versions of the android and then tears him into many versions of him into this pillar of many android, many Monopoly man monster. Yeah, of flesh and metal and sin. Yeah, and like, it doesn't make a ton of sense, but it's pretty neat, so I'm gonna give it a pass. Well, basically the explanation there is what it sounds like. Uh, illegal coils are, are a bit finicky, and if you fuck them up, uh, they can like open up a rift to Dimension W, and who knows what the fuck will happen. If that <laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, so uh, loser, he's out. He leaves. Then the Tesla boys show up, and Schumann, Albert Schumann, is the head honcho for the Tesla boys. And every time he shows up, and he like sees Mabuchi at a huge crime scene, he's super just nonchalant. Like this happens multiple times, and every time it's just like, oh hey, nice to see you at another catastrophe, Mabuchi. How have you been? Uh, it's just so. <laughs> Casual about yeah, you know, old friends from work. You gotta you gotta interact very cordially. After all, you know, it's it's yeah. very important. Uh, and so that that's episode two. Uh, finally, episode three is super straightforward. It's like the least action-packed of the three episodes we've seen so far. Uh, now we have a lot of like Mira getting used to living with Mabuchi. She needs her own sort of space, so she gets a trailer and they get her some furniture. Uh, he he awkwardly walks in 
in on her not peeing because she's a robot, but definitely peeing. And that mm -hmm. yeah. is such an un... I hate this trope so much. Granted, this at least had like some motivation behind it because the whole point was she doesn't have her own space, right? So yep. th th this is one of the very few times where they have actually tried to justify this trope. Nonetheless, it's a bit of a creepy trope. Not a fan of it. Well, yeah, you know, fan services permeates everything in anime. <laughs> also, you, this... you win some, you lose some. Yeah. Also, at this point, it feels like Mira has more or less just forgotten about her, her dad tragically exploding. Uh, she is very cheerful uh, and ha just has not really brought it up ever since. She's just been in a, in a dandy mood, not concerned at all, which feels like maybe she should be. Like, I'm not asking her to be obsessed about it, but give me like a mention of it. There, there are more mentions in the future. It's just in the first three episodes, they had a lot to cover, to say the least. It, it, it's just a little bit of, of tonal whiplash. Uh, nonetheless, then we get into the second main part of this episode, which is within this sort of like junkyard that Mabuchi is around. A bunch of kids are always playing around it, playing with old cars and whatnot, and Mabuchi hates the kids. But Mira doesn't know the kids, and she's interested. And so eventually the kids try to sneak in, and she catches them. And w one of the kids thinks that, like, Mira and Mabuchi are fucking. So <laughs> yeah. there's there's this line, and I'm, I'm not gonna edit or change this line in any way. I'm just gonna say it verbatim. From one of the kids, one of the kids, like 11 years old, just says, did you get a proper squiz at Mabuchi's old fella yet? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, Did I you get a proper squiz at Mabuchi's old fella yet? Uh, and this oh. this comes from a character, Shiora, which, like, I, apparently, I don't know what they were going for, but the, the subtitles of Shiora give the impression that this 11-year-old girl was raised in, like, the Bronx in the 90s. <laughs> like, it's, she has such a weird dialect and way of speaking, and I don't understand what they're going for. It definitely, it definitely was a, uh, a, a interesting <laughs> translation choice, I will say the least. Uh, but I'm happy that it happened, because fuck, that's funny. Uh, I think we all need a proper squiz sometimes. Uh, Why don't you ever give me a proper squiz, Remington? It's a great fucking place. Uh, nonetheless- I feel like we're close enough for that. Oh, God. Uh, at, at your old fella. So, the kids are messing around in the junkyard. Eventually, some, some cars start toppling. Mira goes to save- the, the kids, and she gets straight up murked. She gets decapitated. Uh, yeah, which is uh, really fucking brutal, all things considered. Yeah, the kids, the kids are literally traumatized from this. Um, and Mabuchi, he shows up and cops are there and, uh, and they're like, yeah, apparently someone was hit by a car, but we couldn't find anybody, so it's probably fine. And Mabuchi's like, yeah, all right, sounds good. <laughs> Uh, then we see decapitated Mira and she, she needs to be fixed and she feels a little bit bad about it. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, meanwhile, cut to, cut to Tesla, right? The like head of the Tesla corporation. Yeah. One of the higher ups. Yeah. One of the higher ups. She essentially is responsible for Mabuchi not getting in any trouble for the incident because as it turns out, uh, her daughter is Shiora. Uh, granddaughter. Which, but granddaughter. Yes. Yeah. Which, why doesn't she speak weird? Her her granddaughter speaks real fucking weird, real strange, but, but she speaks totally fine. Maybe her mother is, uh, has a similar thing. We don't From know. the Japanese Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> 
Look, we, we've, we've all seen Yu-Gi-Oh! We know how, how Japan is very famous for its Brooklyn section. It's true! Oh, God, I don't understand! Uh, and uh, and we have Schumann, who's the, the head honcho investigative uh, Tesla boy. He's asking some questions. They make some plans for the future. Uh, he's free to investigate some stuff, etc., etc. And finally, we end episode three on a real mysterious lake house murder cliffhanger that's briefly shown for 10 seconds that looks real neat and uh tonally evocative uh but yeah that that sums it up those are the three episodes yep it's a both a very simple show to start with and also kind of complex and that is how you explain sci-fi in a nutshell (laughs) and you know what sean uh i'm gonna say i'm gonna say two things right now uh first of all uh this show it has a lot of interesting things even though it's very recent uh one of the things this show definitely evokes is a very old school vibe uh in a lot of what this show does it's very very old school shonen i mean mabuchi is 100 old school shonen protagonist hardcore uh which you know is sort of the point this this difference between old and new um however many people uh who have listened to any amount of this podcast in addition to this episode will know uh old school shonen is the very bane of my existence because uh it 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 it, it's bad Uh (laughs) okay hold on Uh, that being said, Dimension W, it has the old school feeling and vibe without the old school boring, nothing happening, god awful pacing, dear god, kill me. Uh, in other words, it's actually entertaining. This probably isn't going to be like my favorite show of all time, but when it comes to the the shonen and shonen that has a a very traditional feeling for it, this one does that very well, especially considering I normally hate that. Yeah, no. Uh, and I will say one thing. It is technically rated as a seinen just due to a lot of the adult themes and some of the violence and weird eldritch horrors that get thrown in there. Fair enough. But yeah, no, it definitely has that old school uh, wandering sci-fi shonen feel that uh, inspired so many anime fans in the 90s and early 2000s, which I uh, really appreciated when I watched it. In a weird way, Sean, this 2016 anime is my favorite old school shonen thus far. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's not going to get us angry emails. Uh, oh, I, I mean, here, let me put it this way, Sean. Before, I think the the highest, correct me if, if I'm wrong or if I've forgotten about one, but like the highest ranking old school sort of shonen type deal would have been, I don't know, maybe like Cowboy Bebop? Yeah, that would probably be the one. Uh, Which I, I couldn't get into, but I recognized was a real solid show. Plus it had a dog and phenomenal music. So, uh... <laughs> This show, unfortunately, does not have an adorable dog, nor does it have as much of a bop for its music. I don't know. The OP is kind of a bop, in my opinion. Well, yeah, but it's not as much of a bop. Well, no, because you can't fucking compare it to Tank. Tank is (laughs) such... It's literally one of the greatest anime OPs of all time, and it's fucking instrumental for the most part, and it's jazz, and it's amazing. That's like fucking comparing your child's drawing to the Mona Lisa. It doesn't work. (laughs) But nonetheless, overall, uh, the, the show really enjoyed it i actually had a good time it's it's one of the very few shonen or i guess seinen that that make it through well that's good to hear man i'm glad that uh, we won't have to break the hearts of our fellow podcasters out there because that that would have made me feel pretty bad honestly overall yeah i mean i was i was pretty prepared to tear into shreds i'll be honest i was granted i hardly knew anything about it because i didn't uh listen to you but i yeah yeah <laughs> 
But you know what? I, I can categorically tell everyone now, at this point, I would strongly prefer to watch Dimension W instead of Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> God damn it, Remington. Which I think, I think that was the question on everyone's mind. Oh, all the Zoomers that listen to our podcast are going to have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, I'm almost a Zoomer. I'm, I'm one of the last millennials. Which, by the way, that's going to be the name of our next podcast. <laughs> the last of millennials. <laughs> the last millennials. Beautiful. Awesome. Uh, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. It's going to have a very uh, dark Orwellian vibe to it. I can't wait to do that. I dig it. <laughs> Well, I'm glad to hear you enjoyed it, Rem. And I will say it gets more interesting and complex later down the line. For better, for worse, that I'll, we'll have to see. But for now, uh, I have to ask, would you be interested in watching some more Dimension W with me, man? Uh, you know what, Sean? Sure, why not? Let's do it. Hell yeah, brother. And with that, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Before we get out of here, though, we do have just a little bit of house cleaning that we need to do. Uh, if you'd like to support us, we have a couple of very interesting and fun ways for you to do it. Uh, first and foremost, if you would like to support us for free, you can leave a review on uh, whatever podcasting platform you listen on, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, or if you really want to help us grow, word of mouth is an excellent way to do it. And as soon as you're done giving us that wonderful review, you don't really have to actually say anything in the review. You could actually just, you know, say whatever you want. Say your favorite anime, say Remington's your waifu, whatever. It's fine. We just want the ratings. It helps us out. Uh, but if you'd like to support us even more directly, then you can actually sign up on our Patreon, where you can gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus content including bonus episodes, pre-banters, and Q&A sections, uh, as well as the opportunity to have your name horribly mispronounced by my dear friend Remington. <laughs> so, Remington, who are the lovely people that we need to thank this week? Well, of course, I want to send our shout-out to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls who do a great contribution. We adore them. But a tier above that, we have the Yandere waifus terrifyingly staring us in the eyes, unflinching, unblinking, and undeniable. We start off with Matthew B. Then we have Reverse Kizmo Kizmo. We have Hayden Lecker. We have... <laughs> no, go on, go on. Oh, uh, uh, fuck. I fucked it. What's that? Let's see, Hayden Lecker. We have Chase Fredette. Xerix. Yuliana. Sarah Birch. Salty Pretzel. Sage Schiffner. Ross Palmer. Rare Kumiko. Uh, Nixu. Mechazap. Kazu Morocco, Jacob Livingston, Omoto Ahigao Owo, I Bought Dylan Conception, H. Wood. Hey, Sean! <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, Glenn Michael Dolan, <laughs> Farmer, Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious Weeb, Devin McCutcheon, Chris Salas, Cat Zodiac, Andrew Rawicki, Alexander Nasian Senyo. Thank absolutely each and every single one of you. You guys are fantastic, but there is a tier above. We go across the pond into the magical waters, into the island that is Hogwarts itself. Yes, this is the boy wizard tier. And you on have to ride the surf and avoid the turf. I get it. <laughs> And and when it comes to uh the the surf and turf uh, that those are the new houses so uh Pilkster oh no <laughs> Pil Pilkster you cannot, you, you, you are uh you you are a medium rare steak congratulations that is a, a very good house to be in, in the surf and turf Hogwarts uh M Miguel Delian oh I'm so sorry Miguel I fucked that up almost certainly um Miguel you you are a buttered shrimp that's the house you're sorted into uh, Eternitarian. <laughs> yeah. Eternitarian, uh, congratulations, you are uh, the ribeye house. 
big, nice and meaty. And let's see, Delina Perez, of course, Delina, you are are nothing short of uh of of lobster lobster tail. And uh, that that's how you're in. And finally, Adam Craft. Uh, you, you know what? When when into this, you when in fuck. <laughs> Adam Craft, when you are sorted into the surf and turf houses, you are actually uh, the beach bum uh, on the surf category. Uh, so <laughs> congratulations to each I'm, of you being in surf and turf Hogwarts. I'm glad you think of everybody in that tier as literally just pieces of meat. <laughs> So that that that's great for their self confidence, man. And that is fantastic. Way to go. Way to go with that one. They they know I adore them. Uh, then, then and I adore move... I adore lobster tail and ribeye. So you know what? That's fair. <laughs> then we move on to the highest tier. We go all the way to the White House, the best of all possible worlds, the best of White Houses. We go to the Chef and Omusco tier. Corey in the house representing. And of course, when on this tier, we have to start out with our patron saint himself the very first none other than saint on the flip side of things things are getting much darker we get the almighty sinner that that may be a great sinner but an even worse sinner has to be omoto ahigao uwu uh which is the the worst of all sins and and hurts me deeply then we have uh we have cas id always happy to remind you of your past shame thanks so much <laughs> you, uh, that is that that's just you have no idea look how flustered i am right now i i i regret it so much but i'm so glad that you take enjoyment from it cassidy Cassidy, you're my favorite patron no offense to the others but you are my favorite she's just your favorite because she hurts me uh yeah yeah that's it then (laughs) we have wonderful uh none other than the shield hero zachary shirley oh no uh, surely that must be a, a typo, Zachary, uh, because otherwise you have questionable taste. Uh, besides, you're, you're way better than the shield hero. Uh, at least in my opinion, shield hero, god awful. Then we have, uh, subs are better than dubs, baka. This, this week undisputed, uh, so it turns out subs are better than dubs, baka. Uh, we also have Thick Mullet, who brings the thickest of all mullets into the White House, bringing some presidential esteem into this. Uh, we have Silk Inspector who uh, is is not Casper with implants. That is definitely what he is not. Uh, I, I I am agreeing with Sean. That is what he is not. Uh, then we finally, last but certainly not least, we have the touchy diplomat. He is responsible for uh, going to all other podcasts, all other uh, all other houses, whether it be the greenhouse or the blue house, and and handles all the diplomacy there. So to absolutely every one of you, God, it's a clusterfuck every time. I love yep. and appreciate each and every one of you we are so grateful for it yes we are very grateful and appreciate everything you do for us without you guys that making the show would be incredibly difficult i mean granted it's already difficult with with remington and his so many so many issues (laughs) but overall (laughs) you make things a lot easier and if you'd like Uh, to contact us directly whether it's for a comment question feedback or recommendation then you can either tweet us at anime con pod on twitter or send an email over onto anime out of context at gmail.com once again guys thank you all so much for tuning in don't forget to love each other and as always don't fuck your sister
<laughs> and that's how we learned Sean was into MILFs. 